Welcome to the Stop Over Drinking and Start Living podcast, where high-achieving, goal-oriented rebel women come to learn how to live a vibrant and fulfilling life without requiring alcohol to get through it. No labels, no judgments, no saying you'll never drink again, just real proven methods to help you stop rebelling against yourself with alcohol so you can drink less and do more. I'm your host, Angela Masenik. Let's dig in. Welcome to episode 205, Your Alcohol Identity. Hello, hello, hello. How are you all? Oh my gosh. I love you, first of all. I really, really do. Yes, you, my loyal, loyal listener, client, follower, (laughs) friend. I'm so glad you're here. Thank you for coming every week and listening to the podcast and sharing and reviewing and showing up for the classes and joining my programs, all of it. I'm just feeling the love for you. So thank you. This week, I want to talk about your alcohol identity. I just hosted an amazing pop-up Facebook group called How to Enjoy the Holidays Without Overdrinking. And I asked them what they wanted to know. And this was one of the questions. The question was, how to change your story around alcohol. It's hard to change your drinking while still currently romanticizing the idea of drinking, especially around holiday events. And I thought this was worth a full podcast episode. So thank you so much for asking that question. And I think this is just awareness. Okay. So when you think about your identity with something or with yourself or who you are, you have like these descriptive words that you use to describe yourself, right? So in the past, when I was still drinking, I would say I had like a wine identity. <laughs> I would say things like I'm into wine. I love wine. I love hosting wine tastings. I have a lot of wine club memberships. One of my favorite things to do is going to wineries and tasting the wine and like really, um, you know, making an event out of it and then joining wine club memberships and then drinking the wine. And then it helps me remember when I was there and the fun times I had and the experience of it. So that's how I would describe my identity, right? My identity as a woman, as a mother, as a employee, as a wife, as a um, daughter, all of it also had this wine identity around it. So that also looked like me going to parties or family functions or just over to a friend's house or going out after work and either bringing my own wine, talking to the host or who was ever having the party about, um, you know, the choices. If I could bring my favorite wine, um, if I was hosting somebody, it would be like I would pair the wine with whatever food it was. Sometimes I would host parties where we would do like a blind tasting and I would get like three different three different Cabernets or three different um, Merlots or something, whatever. And like I would wrap it in a brown bag and make it all look cute. And then like people would write down their, you know, what they thought it was or which one was the most expensive bottle. Like a, a lot of my activities would be wrapped up in alcohol and wine specifically. Um, and so to change your identity with you know, I think you can recognize, I guess, let me back up here a minute. When you have a identity with who you are, that's also wrapped in with alcohol. 
um, you can recognize how you drink a lot, right? So like I drink a lot and, you know, I talk about my history with that often, but when you have this romanticized story and you incorporate the alcohol into all the things that you do, Okay, so it can be in social situations. It can be hosting people at your house. It can be on vacations. It can be when you're going out to dinner with your spouse or your partner or your friends, right? I also incorporated it at work when I was working for somebody else. I would request that we would have happy hours at work and bring alcohol to it, okay? Um, I would ask my coworkers to meet up for happy hours, um, you know, after work sometimes, quite often. So I want you to think about your identity as who you are, like what things you enjoy and who you are as like a mother, wife, um, employee, daughter, friend, like, you know, you, everybody has their own identity, right? And I want you to think about how that identity and your relationship with alcohol is intertwined. Okay. So when I'm talking about how my identity with alcohol was, what does that look like for you? Like, how do you incorporate alcohol into who you are? That's basically the big question here. Okay. So that's probably going to bring up a like, oh yeah, I definitely plan to have it. Um, I bring alcohol to parties. Um, I pick the restaurant based on their wine list. Like, you know, you know what you do, right. And how you incorporate your identity into these things. And So that's just awareness, right? So maybe a good journal exercise would be is like how or what does my identity with alcohol look like? Okay. And so write about that. What's that story that you tell yourself or incorporate with your relationships in your life, right? At work, at home, during the holidays, right? There's a big holiday identity as well, which was the main question here. So for me, not only did I have this like wine identity and I would incorporate in all the different aspects of my life, parenting too, right? I needed wine at the end of the day to deal, right? Like to transition from my hectic work to my home life. And so I could manage the stress and the anxiety that I was feeling, right? So I want you to think about that, right? And so when we're trying to change our identity and want to have less of that identity, we're like, how do we do that, right? Especially during the holidays. So with me in the holidays, I would also add in, I had a special cocktail that I would make and I called it the Christmas cocktail, okay? It had um, like vanilla flavored vodka, Kahlua and eggnog. And I put it in a cocktail glass, I shook it on ice, I put it in a martini glass, and it was like a very strong Christmas cocktail, okay? And I maybe put some dusting of cinnamon or something on it, right? So I made that every holiday season, and I would probably drink them every day. So it's not like you can just buy a single serving of Kahlua or vodka. Maybe you can. I never did, (laughs) right? So it's like... I would buy, I would stock up on that, and then that would be my cocktail of choice around the holidays. So like probably every day I would drink that, and maybe earlier on the weekends, you know, like after work I would drink that, or, you know, I would I would romanticize it. I'd be like, oh, it's time for our Christmas cocktail, honey, and I would like invite my husband to have one, and like, you know, put the kids to bed, and then like sit in front of the fire and look at the Christmas tree and like, you know, romanticize this special ceremony with our Christmas cocktail. This is what I'm talking about. You guys following me? (laughs) Right? We all do this. And so part of 
changing your relationship with alcohol is understanding your identity with alcohol. And the biggest fear that people have is that they will change. Like, who are they without this thing, right? It's like, it's really hard to extract who you are, right, without this alcohol thing in your life. And so that holds people back a lot. They, they worry, like, they don't know who they are without this rituals, without this identity with alcohol. And I would just want you to know that that's normal, right? Because it does take being aware of what this identity is. And when you think about removing that, it's like, well, what's left, <laughs> right? Like, it's kind of scary to, like, try to imagine who you will be without this thing. And I just want to invite you that you can be the same person that you are right now. So once I separated my alcohol identity from who I was, this is these are some of the common themes that I found. I'm fun. I'm social. Um, I like to have a good time. I'm funny. Um, I like I like to have a lot of friends. I like to travel. I like to cook. I like to host. Um, I like my quiet time. I still like to exercise. Like there's all these other aspects of me that I knew were still there, right? And so when you're looking at this, first you have to identify your alcohol identity, right? So go through and write out what you do and all the things in your life with alcohol. It's similar to what I described at the beginning of this podcast episode, okay? So you can see that and get clear on that and be aware of it. Don't judge yourself. Please don't judge yourself here. This is just getting aware. We can't change anything unless we know where we are. And it's okay that you have an alcohol identity. Most people have identity to something. People call themselves foodies, right? You know, a lot of people don't want to have the identity as a wino, but (laughs) I for sure was. It's okay, but I didn't label myself. I'm just like, I'm into wine, right? I like wine. I love wine. I'm into it, right? I know a lot about it. It was like this fancy kind of identity that I have, but we got to, we really got to see that before we can change it. Okay. So that's the first step to answer this question and then add a layer into what's my holiday alcohol identity. What rituals do I have around alcohol in the holidays that I want to look at? And we do this without judgment. Okay. There's nothing wrong with you for having this. This is a common thing that people have. And if you want to change it, we just have to be willing to look at it. Okay. And then we kind of look at some of those attributes of that identity. What do you like about your alcohol identity? Do you like to have fun? Do you like to be social? Do you like to have a lot of people around you all the time? Are you funny? Do you like to dance? Like what are some of those specific things about you that come out or you kind of intertwined with alcohol? Okay. So for me, I'm like, I like to have fun. I like to make jokes. I like to challenge myself. I like to go on adventures. I like to dance. I like music. I like hosting. I like having parties, all of these things, right. That I still like about myself, or these are the things that I kind of want to keep. Right. So if I want to have fun, I want to be social. I want to go to parties. I want to host people. I want to go on trips. I like to go out to eat. Um, I like downtime too. I like you know, having alone time, all of that stuff, I can still do and drink a heck of a lot less. Because I I just knew at the beginning, like that was kind of like my mission. I still want to be who I am, but just not drink so much. So I went out and, and saw that and knew that I had to put myself in social situations that I actually liked doing and not drink. 
And even though that was uncomfortable for me, I had to learn how to do that. I had to learn how to be myself, be that funny, engaging conversationalist, right? That liked was like the cheer of the party. How could I go do that and learn how to do that without overdrinking? So that's what you have to learn how to do is take what you like about your um, identity and who you are and go do the things that you like to do, but without over drinking. And so you want to have a mindset of like, I can do that. I like these parts of this. How can I keep doing what I enjoy and, and like about myself and still go out in social situations? So really how you do that is first getting clear. I'm going to repeat this again. You got to understand what your alcohol identity is just on general and in the holidays. Okay. So write that down, write out all the different ways in which you have integrated alcohol into your life and made that part of your identity. Okay. And then look at that and pull out the certain attributes of your identity that you like about yourself that you want to keep in other words. Okay. And then you go out and do your life just like you're doing right now, but you try to do it without drinking or having a drink plan and trying these things without alcohol. Okay. Or significantly less, right? So that you can develop a new identity for yourself, right? And know who you are without needing something to make yourself better or to amplify these attributes that you like about yourself. Okay. I think I'm really funny. I think I'm super social. Like I know how to have conversations with people that I'm, that I trust and I'm connected with. Now I don't necessarily like, and I know this now through this work by putting myself in different social situations or different, um, yeah, I, I guess I would describe them as social situations. Like I'm thinking about, like a networking event or a bigger party where I don't know everybody. Those aren't my favorite. And I know that now. I'm more of an introvert. And through this process of my identity, I figured this out, is I like being around people that I um, feel connected to and are open to having interesting conversations. We go deeper than just your superficial kind of like top level type discussions. Um, So I'm not as comfortable in like a big party where I only know a couple people and I'm kind of just mingling around. Um, that's not my favorite thing to do. So I don't tend to do those things as much, but if I like this weekend, I'm hosting a a ladies holiday party with all of my people. (laughs) And I'm really excited about that. There'll probably be 10 women here who I know really well, and I've had deep conversations with, and we will have an amazing time, right? And it'll be funny and engaging, and I'm having a mocktail, you know, like a holiday mocktail instead of my pitcher of holiday cocktail that I would usually serve. I'm making a pitcher of holiday mocktail. (laughs) So, you know, I'm excited about that. But, But do you see here how like nothing really has changed about that situation? I'm still hosting a party. I'm still doing the things that I want to do. I know I'm going to have great conversations. I know that they'll be laughing. There'll probably be some dancing and I'm just not going to drink. People are welcome to bring their own drinks if they want to. I don't say no alcohol. I let other people do what they want to do. I don't put my kind of boundaries on other people. And so that's the process of it, is seeing where you are, seeing what your identity is, taking the attributes of what you like about yourself and keeping those, and then going out and doing the things that you normally do. So really, not much, like if you were to be an observer of me and and my identity around alcohol before, 
like when I was still drinking and after, really the only thing that you're going to notice is that there's not actual liquid alcohol in my glass. Okay, that's it. But everything else about me is pretty much the same. Except I don't stay up that late anymore. (laughs) So like I shift, like my party starts at 5 p.m. on Saturday. (laughs) Okay, so I shift a lot of that because I just don't like staying up super late. Um, that's part of knowing myself too. And like, what is my identity? Now my new identity is more of like, I'm an early bird. (laughs) Give me dinner at 4 PM. I'm in my pajamas at 530. I am a happy camper. Okay. But that didn't used to be the case. So some of that stuff has changed, but generally if you were to observe me in a social situation, it would not look much different except I probably don't have wine lips and wine teeth and I'm not slurring my words and acting sloppy. I get to save myself from all of that and have so much fun, feel real connection, get good sleep, wake up in the morning and feel great about it all and remember everything. Okay. So I hope that helps. I think that's a really um, important thing to do because if you don't see where you are and like sort of like what your alcohol story is and your identity around alcohol, and then you worry, right, about changing your drinking and changing that identity. And then you try to go into social situations and it's really kind of awkward for yourself. And you're like, I can't do this. This is the only way I know how to be like, it's, it's much more of a battle. But if you can see that you don't really have to change that much and you can bring along the things that you like about yourself and what you like to do, it's just that you don't have alcohol in your glass, you know, or maybe it's just a, a drink or two occasionally. Right. Um, and it's totally doable. You don't have to completely up heaval your life and your friends and your social situations and what you're doing. It doesn't have to be like that. You can still have fun, be social, have a great time and feel good the next day. Like that's what I'm selling y'all. Like it really can be a lot better than you think it is. But part of this is understanding your identity around alcohol and under and seeing how you can change that right in a, in a positive way. So I hope this helps. I also want to let you know that I got a lot more questions in this little pop-up group that I did, and I'm going to be answering them in a free Q&A style call on Monday. So next week, Monday, the 12th of December at 12 p.m. Eastern time, I'm going to put the link to sign up for that free Q&A style webinar in the show notes. So if you have other questions, if this um, pinged you to have other questions about your relationship with alcohol, changing your identity with alcohol, I would love for you to come. I'm also going to be talking about, these are the questions I'm going to be answering that were specifically asked in this group. Sticking to your planned drink amount. How to stick to your planned drink amount. How to change negative thoughts while being true to yourself and your feelings. And how to believe in yourself enough so that you can write down a drink plan and feel optimistic that you can stick to it. And another question was uh, how to best wean yourself off alcohol and how to handle stress around alcohol in the holidays. So those are some questions I'm going to be handling in this probably 90-minute um, live Q&A that I'm going to be doing on Monday the 12th at 12 p.m. Eastern time. Again, the link to sign up for that, it's free, is in the show notes. And I'm going to be talking about how you can join my last round of Stop Over Drinking and Start Living, my six-month signature coaching program where I'm closing down 
new clients by the end of this year. So this is the last time you can join this coaching program. I have run this coaching program for three full years. By the time it's over, it'll be three and a half years. I know exactly what you need to do from exactly where you are in your relationship with alcohol to get to a permanent solution with stopping over drinking. And if you want me as your regular coach week after week inside that program, you want high touch, you want continuity, you want intimate, um, small group, this is the coaching program for you. I've heard from a lot of different people. This is what most people who join tell me. They've tried other bigger programs. Um, maybe do-it-yourself type programs or apps or things like that, or they've read books or listened to podcasts. But what's missing is the high touch, the regular continuity with a regular coach who knows them, can follow them through on their journey, support them when they fail, all of that stuff. If that's what you want and you think is what would be helpful for you to finally move through this and to make this a permanent solution, I am highly encouraging you to apply because this is it, my friends. And this is my life's work so far. And I want to throw all of my resources, all of my best um, coaching and resources to this next group. So we start now. You, You go watch the videos in the link. You submit your application. And once you're approved, you join. That's when your six months starts. And I'm enrolling new people right now. And I don't want you to miss that. So click the link. If you have any questions about the program, you can email us hello at angelamasenic.com. But I am going to be talking about it in this live Q&A as well. I'm going to go through all the details about it. You can ask me questions about it then too. Um, but if you're been on the fence about it, just go for it. Like I believe in you. You just need to start believing in yourself that this is possible and come join me and get out of your own way. Okay, because all of this is possible, just like I'm sitting here with no desire for alcohol and have completely changed my life and my identity around it. You can too. All right. All right, my friends, we'll see you soon. Have a good week. Bye.